This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. I'm Kelly Anderson, and I'm joined this week by Lisa Peterson. Lisa is our Livestock Extension Specialist at the Central Grasslands REC near Streeter, and also our state's Beef Quality Assurance Specialist. Thank you for being here today, Lisa. Thank you, Kelly. As, as you travel the state, I know you talk to a lot of producers, and I know some producers are worried about having a dry year. They're wanting to move their pears to grass, but not sure if that grass is ready. And they're also concerned about high grain prices. So as you talk to our state's producers, fill us in on what you're hearing from them um, in terms of their situation. Well, Kelly, you know, I think as we start in the western part of the state, this is maybe year two, maybe even moving into a little bit of year three of extraordinary dry times for them, drought for them. You know, I think their options are maybe a little bit different and their situations are a little bit different than the producers in the central and eastern two-thirds of North Dakota. And the folks out west, they've been dealing with a lot of wildfire issues. I think they have probably dealt with some decreased production of hay over the last several years. And so, you know, they particularly are pretty concerned about, you know, what they're going to do this year. And so, you know, for those folks, I would encourage them to hold off if they can for a little bit before going to grass. And then, you know, maybe another week if they can get that far and then move in first to some of our tame grasses out west, that would typically be a crested wheatgrass situation. They will be the most tolerant to some early grazing pressure as compared to our native warm season type grasses. And so, you know, they can take a little more of that abuse and pressure than our native grasses. And for the guys in the central and eastern part of the state, again, pretty similar advice to hold off for a little bit if we can, and then move into those cool season tame grass pastures, the crested wheats, the blue grasses, the bromes, those type of grasses can typically take a little more of that abuse than our native type grasses can. And, you know, then for folks who are really concerned about feed supplies and When I say feed, both harvested feed that we would feed in typically a confinement type situation versus uh, pasture feed, I encourage producers to take a pretty good inventory of what they have and be realistic about it. See what we need to get through the next year. We have tools available at NDSU Drought. You can talk to your county extension agent to get those tools to help you determine your range capacity for the year what number of cows you can logically put on there and and still maintain a nice forage situation and not decrease the quality of those pastures um, as much as maybe as if we didn't identify that. And then we can look forward and say, you know, here's the amount of hay or the amount of feed stuffs that we have on hand that have been harvested. And we can make a plan to go forth um, should we need to take those cattle off of pasture early, move into winter early, confined feeding situation early, some of those things, and give us a better idea of the number of animals that we can really carry through the year. And I know that these are stressful times, Kelly. I really know that they are. We ranch too in north central South Dakota, and they're in the heart of the dry areas as well. I was raised in southwest Colorado, which is always in a drought, it seems like, anymore. And, you know, so we've lived with this for a long time in some of these areas. And the best advice I'd have is to not make some rash decisions. We don't tend to make the best decisions when we're stressed 
and or when those are emotional decisions. And so I'd encourage producers to think ahead, uh, see where we are, see what you are, where you are, your operation is in terms of feed and feed resources, and then make a plan. And I, I should add in there, Kelly, we talk about feed, but also make some plans about water. In several locations, and particularly the western and central part of the states, producers may have enough feed resources, but the water situation is in a really bad spot. And the water quality is bad, the water quantity is minimal. And so think about how you are going to provide the most essential of all nutrients water to your herd. And for some, that's going to mean that to utilize those feed resources on pasture, we might have to haul water. So getting that plan in place is going to be really important, I think. Again, as Lisa mentioned, we do have resources available at NDSU Extension Drought and NDSU Extension Farm Stress. This has been Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension.